The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I, may, I too may go and do him homage. And their audience with the king, after their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus I am one of six children, and of my five siblings, I'm probably the most unlike my twin sister. In just about every way, we are different. The obvious being that I'm a guy and she's a girl, but I'm also six feet tall and, shall we say, husky, and she's about 5'2 and petite. I have always been outspoken, outgoing, and social. When we were little kids, my sister hardly said anything and was very quiet. She's obviously grown up and matured a little bit. But we're very different, my sister and I. And in fact, I like to think of my sister and I, a great example of our difference is in the way we approach food. So for instance, something like a donut, for me, would bring great joy and expectation. My sister would be abhorred by a donut. I, I think she likes to eat birdseed rather than donuts. That's her thing, right? But we're different people. We're very different. I love her dearly. In fact, I'm a priest, and she, in a few months, God willing, will be married, and in a few years, God willing, will have children. So we'll have different lives in addition to our personality differences. But as different as my sister and I are, at our very core, because as 
St. Paul told us today in the second reading, we are co-heirs of God. Because of that, no matter how different our personalities or body types or anything, my sister and I essentially, substantially, desire and strive after the exact same thing. And that is happiness. Each one of us is searching for the same star, the star of happiness. But what is happiness? Happiness is not honors. Happiness is not anything temporal. Happiness is not even success. St. Thomas Aquinas tells us very clearly that the happiness each one of us seeks, each one of us was created for, is the simple knowledge of God. The greatest happiness that any of us can have exists in this. God loves me. That is what we are all searching for. And yet, we have very different ways of going about doing it. I use the example of my sister and myself because we've chosen, in our differences, very different paths. But the goal, the end, is still the same for both of us. In the Gospel today, we hear very clearly a dramatic distinction in how we can go about searching for our happiness. On the one hand, we have Herod, who desires to conquer. He desires to take for himself this new king. He doesn't want the happiness that is Jesus Christ, that is offered us from Jesus Christ, to be anything other than what he controls, than what he has power over. And yet it is these foreigners, these magi, these people who don't even know the, New, or the Old Testament, don't even know the Jewish faith, who seek the true happiness that comes from Jesus Christ alone. And so it has laid out before us the temptation and the challenge of our own life. Will we, like Herod, seek to control our own happiness? Will we seek to control and to have power over what this world gives us? Will we seek our happiness in fleeting, in temporal, in emotional, in physical things? On a college campus, it is easy to seek happiness in drugs, alcohol, sex, something that is not God? Or are we going to follow the example of the Magi? To be transformed by this search for happiness. To give of ourselves. To give the gifts that we have, not so that we can be enriched, but so that we can see and know and serve what is good what is beautiful, and what is true. And so the question for each of us today is the star we're searching for, is the happiness that we desire, is it to serve myself or is it to serve others? Do I strive after things? Do I strive after possessions and honors because of what they do for me or because of what I can use those things for others. Each one of us has a wonderful and a unique set of gifts, our own gold, frankincense, or myrrh, all valuable, all wonderful, and all serving a distinct purpose. This year, this semester, we have the opportunity. We are invited today by Christ himself to offer those to him so that we might have true riches, true glory, 
and true happiness.